Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with juvederm volux xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist visit juvederm.com that's j-u-v-e-d-e-r-m.com not for people with severe allergic reactions allergies to lidocaine or the proteins used in juvederm common side effects include injection site redness swelling pain tenderness firmness lumps bumps bruising discoloration or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. I overdid it on lunch before we recorded today. What happened? Well, I had a really nice leftover chickpea salad that I made last night with um, like sesame seeds, not sesame seeds, sorry, sunflower seeds uh, and some arugula. But then I had bought this. have you ever had the the Trader Joe's goat cheese log that's encrusted in blueberries? Yeah. Holy shit. I'd never gotten it before. It's, it's so fucking good. It's like sweet dessert. It's yeah. So I've been like having it for dessert because I got, you know, those social snackers and just like. Oh, so, yeah. Mm, it's like a better version of an Oreo. Make a little sandwich. It's so good. And it's like, yeah. it's just sweet enough. And you know, you still get a little bit of that goaty sourness and the blueberries. Mm-hmm. So I had like a chunk of that with, mm. I don't know, like eight or 10 social snackers after lunch. And now I don't know. I thought, I think I overdid it. I mean, Hey, you know, you have one life to live and it's that cheese log is not gonna, I mean, like that's an experience that you deserve to have. Especially because I, I still haven't started my sweet kick two week cleanse. It's like, oh, right. I, I was going to start it this week. And then I like wanted to have the um, dark chocolate uh, peanut butter cups from Trader Joe's again. And so I really need to make a point and like, I'm going to start it on Monday, I'll say. And then really no more sweet goat cheese, no more peanut butter cups, no more anything. Yeah. I mean, I've been just eating like, well, I mean, I'm not doing anything crazy or special, but I've, I'm not, I haven't been eating very many sweets. I got to say, I've kind of been trying to keep it a little cleaner than I have been most of quarantine, definitely walking back the booze as a bit, Mm. walking back the treats, walking back the snacking, just trying to clean it up, trying to get, just trying to like feel more like less like I can't like move and like lethargic and like sick all the time because that was I 
quarantine did a number on my body. Like I have just been totally like fucked up. Yeah, it's been tough. I, I feel like I was really keeping myself together with like not drinking very much. I'm still like exercising a fair amount. Uh, but in the last month or two, I think I've just sort of gone off the deep end. I think because I knew the end was coming and then I just was like, okay, I'm not going to think about it. And because I'm on that new um, cholesterol and triglyceride uh, lowering medicine. So I'm like, part of me is like, oh, I can just pop a pill and I can be healthy, which is not true. I mean, I don't know. It's not what it's for. I guess you have to still also like eat healthy. I have also yeah. been incorporating low fat dairy in this like grotesque way because they always tell you to do it. Like I'm eating like a salad with every eating like either like half the plate salad or half the plate vegetable, which is like what they tell you to do. Yeah. And having like a cup of low fat dairy milk or fat, fat free dairy milk, which is gross, but I wait, just plain like non-fat milk. No. Well, yeah, but I put it in, um, coffee. So okay. it's like a cafe, Olay. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it makes a difference, but I really don't want to hear about it. Cause I feel like someone is going to tell me that it doesn't help or it's bullshit or it's like the lies of the big ag or whatever, but maybe true. But I just like, I truly cannot hear anyone's diet advice. I'm no. sorry. And so if, it, if you feel good, it. like yeah. if it makes you feel better and you're, cause I think I, my body can't process a lot of milk. So I, I wouldn't be able to do it. I don't really like the taste either, but if you like it, why not? Um, I don't love it. I mean, I, I like it in coffee. Like I've always gotten like lattes and stuff, which I never think of as like milk. Yeah. It's a lot of milk. Um, I would never drink like a glass of milk plain. Absolutely not. Even when I was a kid, I couldn't stomach that. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, I used to drink like milk with cookies sometimes. Oh, sure. But, but I never, um, I never would like have it, like I would never drink milk like at dinner or anything. Like ugh. kids who drink milk with food, I never did that. No. And nothing um, is more unattractive than an adult that drinks a glass of milk with a meal. It's so wild, adults who drink milk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the cup of nonfat milk in the coffee every morning it sometimes feels a little bit weird or hard to process, but it's like, it's either that or like a cup of fat-free Greek yogurt, which I find more challenging to get down. I would rather just drink it with coffee and yeah, it's yeah. a latte than um, eat it. And you think it helps, it just like helps fill you up without an excess of calories? This is based on like some weird food pyramid thing I had where it's like have a cup of non-fat dairy every day. I don't know if it's true from like the 90s like jocelyn who's jo is it jocelyn elders the surgeon general who told everyone to masturbate and then she got fired um i have no idea what you're talking about but probably it was i swear to god it was like clinton's surgeon general it was i think some like safe sex campaign and it was you know the 90s so i think she said something like you know teenagers should be I don't know if she said encouraged, but like, you know, masturbation is a form of safe sex. And I think, you know, everyone went insane and then um, he had to fire her. Um, they also did that in the, they just did that with the pandemic where they were like, oh, yeah. the safest sex you can have is with yourself. Like don't have sex with other people, just stay home and masturbate, yeah. which I mean, I guess somebody had to say it. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's true. It's the safest sex.
Yeah. And, you know, the easiest, there's no, you know, issues of consent. You don't have to uh, worry about that. No. It's just you and the man in the mirror and as long as you can live with yourself. Imagine, I mean, I guess there's some people that masturbate looking into a mirror, but that's truly <laughs> crazy. That's like Patrick Bateman. Yeah. Um, that's just what I call myself. I mean, God fucking damn it. Every week, Aggie, every week, this it's always chime a, goes off. I'm sorry. It's like literally always, I'm going to put it on DND. It's always a, like a scam to oh, yeah. It's never anyone good or like no. anyone I want to talk to. I mean, when's the last time you got a phone call that like you, that was good. That was even a real person. I mean, I don't think I've ever gotten, I mean, years, yeah. I think. Um, I don't know. I feel like if I'm going to get a call, it's like scheduled and I know it's coming. Exactly. Exactly. Cause that's the, that's the only time I would ever pick up is if, uh, I knew that the call was coming at this specific time from a person I needed to talk to for some potential monetary <laughs> gain. Yeah, which like usually ends in like disappointment. Absolutely. Um, tomorrow's Passover. It's a big day for the Jews. I know. I'm like, oh, I didn't plan it. I never know when Passover's happening because my family like doesn't practice it. And then it comes up and I'm just not going to do anything. I mean... You still have time to go get a brisket and put it in the uh, pressure cooker or the whatever it's called. The I do. I know McCall's meat, their butcher shop was advertising like briskets, but last time I went there, it was for Christmas and it took me, I had an appointment and it was, and it still was like an hour to wait in a line to buy a $60 duck that had maybe like a half a pound of meat on it after I cooked it. So it's like, eh, well, I don't think that um, you're gonna that it's gonna be quite the rush. No, probably not. Passover that you get for Christmas. It's not really the um, like banger that Christmas is. Sure, sure. Uh, um, but that's exciting. You're gonna go to everyone in your family is um, vaccinated besides you, so you're pretty safe. Except for me, and I assume my young cousin, who's oh yeah, globe trotting cousin in her twenties. Yeah. yeah, but. Other than that, we're all, they're all vaccinated. So they'll be fine. And apparently so will I. No, that'll be nice. I mean, uh, seeing my family a couple of weeks ago was really, uh, to use a goop term, restorative. And um, well, I've seen I, my family now. You see your family a lot. Yeah. And they, it's never been a restorative practice. For me. <laughs> but, you know, maybe this time will be different. Um, Passover is my favorite holiday. It's fantastic. And I was lucky enough to uh, be invited to your house a couple of years ago and it was very memorable and oh, yeah. fun. We had a Seder, we had a, a big Seder with um, some, that was back when my mom was like really, really into like the DSA or whatever. Oh, is she not <laughs> anymore? Did she get blue pilled by MSNBC? Um, I think that she's, I don't think she's blue pilled. I just think she's like less active. Cause mm. she like lost her. She didn't win reelection. Cause she won, she like ran for like something. She was uh, like on a, some sort of board of like progressive people 
that was like part of, and she was like with this group of people and then they like didn't win re-election so she lost so she's not she's just kind of like you know a keyboard it's, warrior yeah. it's tough to stay no. engaged i went to a, a zoom dsa meeting last weekend and boy was it long oh yeah and actually i don't my mom was never like in the dsa but she was like in a I think there were like a, people from the DSA, like in her like yeah, progressive yeah. whatever thing. Um, but yeah, I would, I don't know. I Do you remember that video of like that DSA meeting that everybody watches where they like are all yelling at each other and it's like really chaotic and they like don't, they can't get their shit together. I think I saw clips of it, yeah. Yeah, uh, I just like couldn't. I don't think I could ever like participate in something like that. It's cause I think I need to um, find smaller groups within the DSA where I can actually like do some sort of uh, good <laughs> rather than just going to these meetings that are, they're just talking about like bylaws and you know, people are fighting about these little, little minute things. I understand that that part of it is important too, but it, as someone who's like just sort of trying to get more uh involved in that stuff it it is it i could see how it'd be like off-putting if your introduction to a political movement is with these like very bureaucratic meetings i mean that's what it all is though i guess but there's also like you know community activism and like going out and like you know either protesting or you know trying to get people to sign up to vote or whatever like actions you can do within the community that are probably a little more um feel a little more uh engaging and worthwhile in the moment yeah well i'm sure that you can I'm yeah. sure you can find a place to i have another one tomorrow so hopefully i'll find some other thing to do within. yeah well there's no shortage of protests you can attend. no yes uh yeah if people aren't aware in la my city council member basically um put up a concentration camp for homeless people living in echo park lake the other night yeah and a lot of people went out to protest and good for them and then they got all got arrested including journalists who were covering it yeah i stayed home and tweeted about it i was like when are those people gonna learn to like stop arresting journalists like isn't that like the number one thing you like don't do if you don't want to be a fascist like i don't understand how this is like still happening and like it was a thing it, it felt to me like it started with like trump i don't think i'd ever heard of that happening in this country before then maybe i'm wrong maybe it was and i'm just like not aware but like i mean a journalist seriously like from like people from like the la times like it's insane yeah, yeah i think it's i mean i i'm sure it, it obviously happened before trump but i think it got more and more commonplace as you know the the powers that be sort of declared war on the press and they and, were like blocking them in they were saying like yeah. okay you have to clear this area but then like blocking the exits and then saying well because you didn't leave the area you're under arrest like it's so diabolical and disgusting like how in the fuck could you like it's how in the hell could they do that and like I don't know. I feel like everybody needs to get fired and it's yeah, just uh, so insane. Unfortunately, we'll probably have to wait till next year when um, this guy's up for re-election, but who knows? I think his, you know, his career after next year is probably toast. 
Hopefully. But what about like, because we also had this like new progressive like sheriff or who's the, I mean, I voted for him or like yeah. the DA or somebody. I've, I'm like so. Gascon. Yeah. Sorry. We're getting, we're getting a little far from goop, but. Sorry. We're like getting like into the whatever. Local I, I, politics. But yeah, I know. I think he's, 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 uh, he's better than, than Jackie Lacey. Uh, I don't know if he's, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if he said anything about this. I don't, I haven't heard anything. But. Because like, isn't he the da that's like the top cop or whatever right like that's the yeah i mean they're not part of the police force they're the district attorney but yeah who there's there's this guy named michael moore who is the um chief of police in la and he's he's you know in cahoots with uh mitch o'farrell so people are trying to get him to resign but he's not going to yeah i just i feel like the pol- i don't know i just i don't understand the police doing what they did anyway anyway uh yeah if you're in la and you've been protesting god bless you um if you're in la and you're a fucking rich homeowner who wants to clear out homeless people fuck you yeah fuck you uh in other news i actually read intuitive fasting yeah, I saw that in your newsletter. I was like really kind of um, disappointed, right? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, how did you get it? Why? If you check it out from the library, yeah. like that's still not good. I just want no, to say I, still- <laughs> I'm still supporting um, Big Coal. Yeah. I did check it out from the library. Uh, not only did I check it out from the library, I think I was the one who like got the library to buy the ebook. In oh the my first God. Place. That's like, e- that's like the worst thing you can do. <laughs> Cause I mean, I, they probably were going to buy it anyway, but it was, you know, how you go on over, what's it called? Overdrive. And then mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, you know, if the book's not available, like recommend that we, so I checked that and then it, you know, mysteriously popped up a couple weeks later. Oh my God. Well, I'm sure a lot of people were demanding it. Like sure. it's a pretty in demand. The work. new book from Goop Press. I mean, who wouldn't want to read it? But I, I wonder how well, well it's. It's probably not selling that well. And I'll, everyone who's listening, I'll save you the 15 bucks or whatever. The whole thing is a four week program. It There's no reason that this book needs to be like 200 pages long. It's just the first week you're supposed to, like if you're new to intermittent fasting or whatever, you're supposed to, um, start with, you know, 12 hours on 12 hours off the second week, you're supposed to go up to between, uh, I think 14, like 14 and 16 hours. And then the third week you're supposed to get really intense and do 18 to 20 hour fast, um, cut out a lot of things. And then the fourth week you're supposed to like start balancing it and go back to about like 14 hours. Meanwhile, of course, doing his ketotarian plan. And that's the whole thing. That's all it is. I mean, I really don't feel like that. I mean, I feel like the, I don't, what's the intuitive part? Oh, the intuitive is because he does these time windows. So it's like, he says, instead of like, you must do a 16 hour fast. He's like anywhere from, you know, 14 to 17 hours, like trust your body. So that's the intuitive part. What's his point? His point is to sell a new book. But like, what does he say is going to happen? He, she's actually pretty transparent about this being specifically for losing weight, which I was actually sort of surprised because I don't think, I don't think he could spin it any differently. Like, cause uh, like keto is, you know, about, and he talks about inflammation and gut health and all this shit, but, uh, he is pretty explicit about like, Hey, this will, this will help you, um, shed the pounds. Okay. 
it did inspire me to get, a, I mean, I'm, the problem is, so I am actually like very good at intermittent fasting. Like it makes, I, I like the feeling of going to bed, not super full. So I, and I don't, I'm not really intense about it. I try not to eat between 7 PM and 10 AM, which is like pretty moderate. And I've stuck with that for, I don't know, about two years now. The problem is I literally watch the clock and like cram as much food into my face as I can before 7 PM. So I, I do not lose any weight by doing it. Well, I've been doing like stopping eating at eight, but like, if I'm not done with like what I had planned for like dinner or whatever, then like, I'll wait, I'll finish it, you know? But then I just like, once I'm done, like I'm done. And I just like stop. And I try to, I try to eat dinner before seven, but usually it's like after seven, but just like, as long as it's done by eight. And then like in the morning, I have like absolutely no problem. Just like drinking some black coffee, (laughs) like black cold brew. And, um, and just waiting until like, yeah, probably about the same, like probably about like 11 and more like eight to 11, I guess, but it's probably similar to. to yeah. That's you. about the same. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to get down to 11 AM. I get really hungry before 11. And but like, I, I stop eating. I also don't eat until like eight. So it's like, it's yeah. I'm stopping an hour later too. Um, what if you just went to eight until eight and then started eating at all? 11 could you do that I that I mean I really have no especially with my schedule now like I have no problem always sort of finishing up dinner before seven and Mm I I I prefer actually like I would love to if my schedule allowed to like eat dinner before six but that is tough um but I I think like body wise or like hunger wise, I could easily do that. It's just, um, if I wait, so like I'll usually eat breakfast at 10 and then I'm able to sort of get work started right after that. If I waited till 11, I would, I would like be starting, you know, starting my day and then breaking it up with eating breakfast, which is like, I don't know, it would, it would be, it would take too much time. I feel like. Yeah. I also feel like in the mornings I eat like little bits of stuff, like kind of all morning, like from like 11 until like two. And then I have like lunch at two. Like I don't eat like a real food until like two. Two. And then, but I'm like, I'm eating like little like bars and whatever, maybe a bowl of cereal. And then like, yeah. yeah, I usually eat lunch like between 1.30 and 2, except on Fridays when we record. And so I eat lunch a little earlier, um, unless I don't eat lunch at all. And then I'm starving by the time we finish the podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, yeah. So I guess we both do in- intermittent fasting already. Yeah. So we really don't need Will Cole to tell us what to no, do. No, absolutely not. And like the only, yeah, the only thing he really adds to intermittent fasting is the ketotarian stuff, which is... I mean, the amount of money for groceries and the effort for cooking it takes to be ketotarian is, or like, and all of his, and he, and he also talks, he's, he's weird. He weirdly talks a lot about like, make sure you're not, you know, you're full and you're eating enough calories. But then like the second half of his book are all these recipes for meals and they all have like 300 to 400 calories in them. Mm. So he, he, his like 
sustainable, you know, filling meal plans all are like between 14 and 1600 calories a day, which I think maybe would work for like a very tiny person, but for, for like, like, yeah, for like a normal size. I mean, Will Cole is like a little pixie, so maybe it works for him, Aww. but is, are the recipes like, what's an example of like a kind of recipe? Like, do you remember anything? There's, I mean, everything from, they're just like boring. They're like everything from smoothies to soups to he'll do entrees that are, you know, it's like salmon poached in like coconut milk with like a ton of seeds on it or something. Uh, yeah. They're just all That's like ketotarian recipes. Right. Salmon poached in coconut milk actually sounds pretty good. It does sound good. <laughs> Maybe I'll make that. Um, uh, there's actually in the new Bon Appetit, there's a really good recipe that for, um, it's like a Bengali recipe that is uh, um, cod or like halibut poached in coconut milk and mustard. I really want to make That's it. so good. I haven't even, I canceled my subscription to Bon Appetit a long time ago just because I was getting too many magazines, but um, I, I've really transferred like all of my Bon Appetit just to the individual people's Instagram and yeah. none of them work there anymore, but like, that's it. That's what I, that's what I do instead of Bon Appetit. Yeah. There, I mean, I love, I, Rick Martinez is my favorite out of all of the uh, uh, ex Bon Appetit people. And now, cause he's like living in Mazatlan and like all of his videos are just like, so uh, aspirational. Yeah. It's like real. And his, I, his recipes always looked really good, yeah. but I mean, I guess they all did, but I always thought that his looked great. And uh, Priya just got, um, hired full-time at the New York times. I know. And I use her, her cookbook, her, her Indianish cookbook. I, I use all the time. It's really good. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't like really cooked anything in a long time. I feel like I'm trying to like transition. I, this is something that you would absolutely hate, but like, I'm trying to kind of like get over food as like a thing that I love or like care about that much and just yeah. be more like eat to live. Eat to live. I know. It's like, I, I understand how that's like kind of depressing because you're like closing the door on all these things, but I find it really, really, really challenging to like really put effort into a recipe and also like have it be something that I feel good after I ate, even if it's like a healthy recipe. Like, I feel like there's always a lot of extra fat and like a lot of, in like every like good recipe. No, I understand. And I think if, yeah, I, I agree with you on a, on like a theoretical level. I just know for me personally, food and cooking gives me so much pleasure that I probably wouldn't be able to do that. And also I feel like whatever health benefits I would receive, it would, it would be offset by like my mental health. Oh yeah. Being, it wouldn't be worth it at all. Yeah. I mean, you seem like very well adjusted and very happy and like, mm. you're like, I don't feel like anybody else should necessarily do that. It's just like, for me personally, like I'm not, I'm not doing like a whole 30 or like, no, no, doing, no. like cutting food groups or anything. I'm just like, all of my meals for the last like couple of months have just been like extremely like simple. Yeah. And it's just like chilled me out about food. I think that's good. No, I feel like I would like to do that. Maybe try to be like breakfast and lunch. I have like how people say they have a, a fashion uniform. 
I have like a breakfast and lunch uniform and then make dinner like a special thing. But like, if I could always have breakfast and lunch be like very healthy and simple, I think that might be helpful. Um, yeah, just like a couple meals like that. Yeah. I used to, I tried to like at the beginning of quarantine, I tried to always like do like meal prep of for lunch and have like grain bowls every day. And then I just, uh, it just, it just went away from me. Yeah. I mean, we've all been on like a humongous and deranged journey of eating with the quarantine. I know some people that have like infuriatingly like started like doing like really long planks during quarantine or like just gotten like really healthy and I'm not one of those people like I went I just really fucked up like I was I ended up ordering food so much and also getting like cases of wine delivered to my house and so like I'm not even worried about like my weight necessarily I'm like genuinely got started getting concerned about my health where I was like what am I doing like this is I can't do this yeah yeah like, no, I, totally. I won't live as long as I want to if I keep and yeah you'll you'll start to feel it I uh I've been pretty good about well I still I've been like drinking um most nights but like you know stopping myself usually after one but these past few weeks I've been I've been having like mostly two either a cocktail and a glass of wine or two glasses of wine, which I should, I should start cutting, cutting down a little bit more. I don't know. I mean, I've actually, I've been doing like maybe one or two, like a week and then maybe like nothing. I know. Like I've had to like pour out bottles of wine that have gone bad, which has never had that happen. It's like, so what do you, uh, do you just have water the other nights or do you make like a fun non-alcoholic beverage to drink? Mm, I just have water, like LaCroix. Yeah. And sometimes like I'll take an edible or something, but oh, not sure, every sure. night. And I also got a new medication called Trizodone, which is supposed to help you sleep and like chill you out at night. But Ooh. I don't think you would like it. It's not that good. It's mm. like a minor. Oh, and it's like really bad to mix that one. It's not really bad, but you're not supposed to mix it with alcohol. Um, it it honestly it's like not as intense as the z quill <laughs> is but it just makes you like really drowsy yeah. but it won't make you go to sleep oh yeah so. um any gwyneth news there i thought there was some but now i can't think of what it was i mean i know that she popped up yeah there's one thing that i actually have as my on on my list so I wanted to save it. Um, but yeah, other than that, the only thing, I mean, this is very tangentially related, but um, Orlando Bloom, did you read this? Did a big- Yeah, I, I had it read to me and I was like, this was my exact, I was like, I've been reading Goop every single week for the last five years. Like I'm not going to Orlando Bloom's shit does not sound even weird to me at all. Not at all. That's what was so crazy. It was like, I I don't, I sort of don't understand why this became a big deal at all because, so he had an interview with the Sunday times in uh, London and it sort of got picked up, especially by like the New York post and other sort of like tabloidy newspapers in the United States talking about his, you know, complete out of touch Hollywood lifestyle or whatever. 
And it was literally just like, an, I swear to God, like a normal morning routine that would, yeah, you wouldn't even think twice about it if you read Goop. No, not even. I mean, he drinks like a green juice and then goes for a hike and then has like oatmeal with like hemp parts or something. Like it's not, it's, there's nothing crazy. No, it's, yeah. He literally, he like meditates, he goes for a hike, he has a gr- juice and then his job is like, he has this production company where he, I mean, basically probably doesn't do anything because these actors that have production companies like don't do anything. I mean, but, yeah. When he's like, so I just like sit and dream about like giving like roles to like marginalized people yeah. and then I, like meditate or whatever. It's like, wait, you dream about it or you do it? Yeah, it? that is really funny. He's like, I, I dream about giving roles to women and minorities. Like, just so he, like sits and like thinks about it. Like, but literally, about, I like, mean, you know, like we know that these actors that have production companies like that is literally what they do. there's a lot of dream there a are a lot dream. of dreams happening there I don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh but the the one the one sort of like i guess uh criticism that i do think is a little bit relevant was i mean this new york or this new york post lady is a total like conservative nightmare she just like rails against uh, harry and megan every week well, she I mean, did say yeah. like oh it is funny that you you literally have a newborn and you have to like and you're like waking up bright and early like and bushy tailed every morning getting a full night of sleep so that is sort of you know you're there's a piece of the puzzle that's missing there yeah there which is absolutely true and like I think that the piece is like um you have a night nanny a nanny yeah it's like someone like hey it's Katy Perry's not up all night breastfeeding well but I do think that the other piece is like a woman that gave birth to the child right I mean like I feel like right what you think that you think that Katie is up all night with the baby or you think I mean is? I don't know who his I have I don't know who the mother of his child is Katie Perry. But if he has a newborn child yes I do think that the mother is tending to her child well we should ask her I mean I don't think that like you think she's just like too like selfish to breastfeed her child. no I'm not it's not nothing to do with selfish I think uh I, oh no, I, I, I'm not saying that she either does or doesn't breastfeed. I'm saying in the middle of the night is, are the parents, the one, you know, the ones that are, that are getting up, uh, in the middle of the night for the baby or is there help? Like a wet nurse? (laughs) Well, not necessarily like a a night nanny. (laughs) They probably do have a nanny, but I think that they probably, I, but I, I think that it's probably both of them. Like if it's an, is it literally a newborn baby? Uh, I think less than a year old. Yeah. Didn't she just, she just gave birth pretty recently. Yeah. Um, but I would never expect the father to participate in that anyway. It's like, it's always the mother doing that. Oh, I mean, I think in a lot of couples it's, they try to be as 50, like 50 as possible. Turns. Yeah. yeah. I know like uh, my sister and my brother-in-law, they switch off every night. I mean now, yeah. Yeah. It's a little different, but yeah, um, I shouldn't say that. I guess like some couples do like take turns. I feel like others do a lot but yeah right it's probably a nanny but I also feel like it's oh I feel like it's probably both but yeah, it's definitely totally. not him uh absolutely well yeah he's he's very upfront about it definitely not being him yeah which and again it's like I'm I'm there, there's so many problems with like the elites and the rich people in this world but like I I guess I sort of don't have a pro if you have the resources and you and you pay people well to like get a good night it's if I was rich and I had a kid that would be the first thing I would spend money on because I 
like not sleeping through the night is such a nightmare. So I, I just, I completely understand that honestly, if you have the resources. My phone just rang, even though it's on fucking airplane mode. I don't understand what is happening. I think somebody just called me enough times that it but went through anyway. It broke through the airplane mode. I guess. I don't know. It, was, it persisted. That's right. Um, um, other than that, yeah, the only other GP thing I have uh, is on my list. So, um should we move on to that? Yeah, unfortunately, my list is like pretty dominated by one thing. Oh, what is it? It's like it was hard for me to walk away from it. It was hard for me to break away from any of the information about Alyssa Goodman. I mean, I couldn't stop thinking about her. Oh, is she the uh, yeah, hi? My my age is sixty. Yeah, she is. Uh, so, is this your best, worst, craziest? All of the I mean, it was like all of the above. Like I, I went back through and I was like, I have to add other things, but I was like, it's my best. It's my, her, my craziest is like her face and her body. Like, how is she 60? She looks better than me. She looks younger than me. I, I, I mean, these women that's, that say hi, my ages, it's like one after the other. It's unbelievable how good they look, but this she shocked me. Yeah. Like, I mean, a lot of them look very good and I'm like, oh, that's like a very nice looking person who is their age but looks like the ideal version of their age like a few years younger like very like they're happy they're healthy and um but usually if you tell they tell you my age is whatever you're like okay you look young you look great for your age but I'm not like no that's impossible like when that woman was I am 60 I like I converted I was like I am going to buy her program. It was like my thing I would buy. It was my thing. I would try her coconut yogurt. It was everything to me. And so I had to like go back through and like change it. But I just, I couldn't believe it. This woman looked 35. Well, I, and yes, but there is, there is makeup. There's probably some Photoshop. We don't know because we're, we're looking at this in, you know, one photograph. So I wouldn't necessarily take everything that you see at face value. I'm not, but I, I think that even, cause I looked very closely and like, I did like, I was like intentionally look, I was like, what, where are the things that don't look like a young yeah. person's body? And I, I found some, I saw things when I really scrutinized it, but the, even if it's Photoshopped makeup cannot make you look 30 years younger, like, unless it's like full like prosthetics or something, <laughs> which I don't think she had like this woman. Like I was like, that was a good looking woman. Yeah. Oh my God. And, and what she's been through too. Oh yeah. I mean, this is, a, and I, uh, so this is a woman who she got diagnosed with cancer while she was in her early thirties. And then her husband died of cancer a few years later. Um, and then, I mean, she got better and started, started the soup cleanse S O U P an acronym. Yeah. The rest and is it history. Is yeah. It is both an acronym and, um, the and cleanse it's, it's, it's just a bunch of soups, which I mean, I'm usually really skeptical of these things, but I'm like $395 for five days of soup. <laughs> okay, honey. If that's what you say, because you look fucking amazing. Like I will buy your soup. 
not right now, but eventually. Uh, but yeah, did you did you get your stimulus yet? No, I don't think I'm gonna get it. Oh, you're too I, rich all of a sudden for your stimulus. Um, no, too stupid because I forgot to pay my taxes. Oh no. <laughs> we got the I got the extension and then it was like extended to October. Like it was like extended really late. And then once it rolled around, it just like was out of my mind and I totally forgot about it. So um then I didn't get the stimulus at the end. Oh, <laughs> Sucks. We we got ours and I, I'm gonna I really am gonna buy a um uh, Vintner's daughter and a new pair of Birkenstocks and then use the rest for like rent or bills or whatever. Yeah. I think I'm going to like, try to like contact like H and R block or something and just be like, I've, I messed up. Can you help me? If you, if you do pay your taxes from last year, you'll get it right. Or no, I think so. Yeah. But now it's like, do I even know where my like 10, whatever the hells I have are? Uh, that'll be a nightmare. Nightmare. Cause it was like a year ago. Oh my God. It's such a disaster. Maybe they still have them. That's possible too. My old boss might still might have another copy yeah. to go crawling back and beg for it. Uh, I mean, did you get it over email? Like, do you still have the email? No, they mailed it to me, oh, man. Rough, rough, rough. Well, I guess you won't be buying that $395 soup anytime soon. Mm, only if I find a way to get my goddamn money from the government which i've never haven't been able to do yet anyway so this is like a really important this is like I, i'm gonna be thinking about her the way like the way i was like so moved and became obsessed with that like jennifer lopez piece in that w magazine that was like in like 2010 or something about all of her fillers and like mm. how important it is to like get um like Botox and have like also have like a really good skin routine. This is like my new obsession. Like this one, she's like my new, she's like Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's great. She's also looks way, she doesn't look as good as Jennifer Lopez. Nobody does, but she, she looks like Jennifer Lopez. She looks way younger than she is. Yeah. I mean, Jennifer Lopez looks extremely young, but then she's also just like beautiful. This woman, this woman's very attractive, but she's not, yeah, she's not in the, I mean, no one is in the Jennifer I mean, Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. We don't need to compare. No. This I mean, normal ish person. A little um, bit she does provide a recipe for her coconut yogurt kefir. I know that was my thing. I, try, I mean, I have so many things that I would like, I want to do all her stuff. Wait, so the, the coconut yogurt, she's basically making her own yogurt because she's just taking coconut milk and crushing up a probiotic capsule into it. I guess. But then it that doesn't look like it's like, can I buy? Do I have to make it? You know what I mean, Alyssa? Like, but if Alyssa says make it, then I'm gonna do it because like she knows what to yeah, do. She'd I mean, she'd make a million dollars if she made it herself and sold it. But put does it on the she, yogurt is aisle. Part of the soup diet let me see I'm morning sure. one let's see you get Alyssa's detox tonic a super seed bar with go goji berries is that how you say it yeah yeah that's all you get every single morning for breakfast which is fine yeah there's no yogurt there's no coconut yogurt on this so maybe this is for the non-cleansing days yeah um, I mean I just want to do this for it's only five days like I could do that she does say she's completely off sugar. She doesn't crave it ever. I do feel like the less you eat, the less you crave it. It's true. It's true. Uh, 
but then oh, I'll man. Take- and she, because she relates it to her husband who died of cancer, that, that like is psychologically so damaging. Cause she's yeah. like, my husband was a sugar addict and had to have dessert after every meal. And then he died. So she like makes, she like in her mind, they're connected. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. I mean, that's, that's so, that's sad and upsetting, but, um, that doesn't make me want to do the diet any less. No. And she does, she does say she's honest about still struggling with like orthorexia and like, which like, obviously, yeah, obviously. I mean, but it's good that that she's upfront about it. Cause it's really, that's one thing I hate in these, like, hi, my name is whatever. And I'm 70 and I look like I'm 12. Like they're always like, I don't think about it. Like, this is just me. Like I, I eat whatever I want. Like I have this super open diet and I, I, I can have anything and I just eat what I crave. And then they're eating like exactly this, or they're eating like a handful of nuts and like some broth and then just like exercising for 12 hours. And that's all they do. It's like, you're not, or they're like, yeah, like no restrictions. It's like, there are restrictions here. Yeah. There's very, very many restrictions. Yeah. Um, well, what a presence, what a life she's lived what a businesswoman. Um, yeah. It's possibly, probably a scam, but hey, it works for her. And she's also engaged. And I wonder how old her fiance is. Because I, I wonder if he's like 30. Probably. Um, yeah. Okay. So what about you? Okay. So my best was Gwyneth Paltrow's delightful interview on The Kelly Clarkson Show. Oh, okay. I so I didn't even know Kelly Clarkson had a show. I'm out of the loop about it. She is slowly but surely becoming the new Ellen. She because Ellen uh, lost like half of her viewers over the past year. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and so I think Kelly is like taking. I don't know if she like took her time slot or whatever, but like she is. Um, she's, she's there, ready to pounce, and she's getting the A list guests, and Ellen is not. You know, I was thinking about it, watching the Megan and Harry interview, and it's something I'm afraid I think about a lot, and I get really sort of anxious about, which is like, who will be the next Oprah? Like, there will never be another Oprah. But no, because like- there's not a monoculture. Like, there's never going to be a talk show host as central to the culture as Oprah was. I don't. Yeah. I just don't think that's ever going to happen. I don't think so either. But like, I still will want someone who's like who feels like they have like real like power and like a true presence and like a real sense of like authority, which is Oprah to me, um, to be able to like do these, she does, she's like the, Oprah has like become like what Barbara Walters was in the nineties. Like, cause I loved the Barbara Walters, like Oscar specials. And like, yeah. I feel like this interview would have like gone to Barbara Walters if it happened 30 years ago. Like now it's Oprah, like who's going to be interviewing like Archie or whatever, you know what I yeah. mean? There's not and- really that combination of like investigative journalist and like pop star doesn't it's like, really exist anymore. Well, because it also, it's like, it's like a woman's journalist. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Barbara Walters in her memoir was like, she always had like the woman's stories and like, I feel like that's like Oprah kind of does that too, which is, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, like, we don't think about things like that anymore, but that's kind of what it still is like culturally. Like, but yeah, like the, 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 the sort of highbrow celebrity interviewer, the only, I mean, the only man I could think that sort of occupied that position was Charlie Rose a little bit, but it was different. 
I mean, I feel like if a man is doing it, there's like always kind of people take it like a little bit more seriously, but also mm. like, um, he, there was never like that. I can remember like a Charlie Rose special, but like, no. there are like these, like Oprah does now. And Barbara used to do like these like special events where like Oprah sits down with like, obviously this big interview, but she does this like a lot of people sit down with Oprah for a big yeah. interview that they have to reveal something or whatever. Yeah. And I, do, whoever that person is or will be, I, I don't think that's Kelly Clarkson. I think Kelly Clarkson is very much daytime light. But that's what Oprah was. And then she, she, it's true. She, she pivoted. Yeah. 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 So possibly I, I, Kelly, I mean, maybe Kelly has such a, um, a bubbly personality and, what I what I liked about this is she she does actually uh, ask some insightful questions, um, but she doesn't come off as an intellectual. Like she she sort of she's I'd never really seen a full segment of the Kelly Clarkson show before, but she's sort of disarming in how she can pivot from a very sort of silly question to something, especially because I've seen a million interviews with Glenn Paltrow, like some questions that I'd never quite heard before. And that were, that were interesting to listen to. Like what? Well, so like the, the, um, the thing that sort of became viral was, I guess, Kelly asks all of her guests, like, what's a, what's a song that, you know, helps you get through the day or whatever. And immediately just totally deadpan Gwyneth answers wet ass pussy. And Oh yeah. Kelly loses it. She just starts cracking up. And it was just like a very sort of funny moment. Um, Cause I mean, Gwyneth knew exactly what she was doing. She didn't, she didn't say WAP. She said the full word and it's on yeah. daytime TV. And it was just completely sort of unexpected coming from her, I guess. Yeah. Except for, I feel like I would expect her to say something. Yeah. Like but you, no, you I and mean, I would expect her to say yeah. that, but like the average. With her Every yeah. week you think about her and just meditate on her. Um, But there were other questions i think also because kelly clarkson is going is in the middle of going through like a a, a pretty intense divorce right now yeah. and so they talked about marriage and divorce um oh this is the the i guess the question i'm specifically thinking of that i was like wow um kelly asks was it hard to be vulnerable enough to fall in love again after your divorce and i was like oh well that's a really deep question to ask at like 10 o'clock in the morning on abc or whatever yeah. Um, and Gwyneth has talked about this before that, that Brad uh, is a very sort of openly emotional person and Gwyneth historically was not. So she, she had to sort of open herself up in a different way than, than she had with her previous relationships. Um, then let's see. Oh, she also, I mean, this might've just been a little flattery, but Kelly Clarkson, talked about how much she loves Gwyneth's singing voice and wants her to do an album, mm. which I'm like, eh, do you really? But I mean, uh, I would love it. I would love it, but I don't think it would, I mean, that, that would be a true, like people are already give Gwyneth a hard time, but like an, an actor doing a, an album is like prime example of sort of like vanity project. Well, yeah, but I mean, like Gwyneth's entire career for the last like 15 years has been a giant vanity project yeah. that ended up okay, so. Uh, but Gwyneth politely declines and says, no, I um, I won't I won't do it. But she said she'd rather 
or she always thinks of herself more as a backup singer than a than a lead vocalist. That's not true. No. Um, then Kelly asks, did you ever believe that contagion would happen in our lifetimes? Oh my <laughs> God, that's such a fun question to ask. Yeah. And, you know, Gwyneth is like, oh no, you know, when, you know, we were on the movie, the, I guess the writer had researched it and was, you know, telling everyone like, oh, this is definitely going to happen. And like, no one believed him, but then it did. It was a very, like, it was shockingly accurate. Like when we watched it, yeah. the, um, there were so many things like they talked about like social distancing and like just all these things that I had never heard before, but they were, I guess they always had them in. Like, yeah. Like way. specific terms that were not in the popular lexicon that, yeah. um, the, yeah, like I, I guess amongst like healthcare professionals, people knew what that was, but yeah, we didn't. Yeah. Um, and then of course, in the last like third of the interview, they have to pivot to goop and her products. Like they always do. Yeah. Which is always the most boring part of yeah. her. Cause it's like so uninteresting. Um, she talks about, she's the global ambassador for Xeomin that like mm -hmm. Botox alternative. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I wish I could get a straight answer from her on that stuff. She always seems like unenthusiastic when she talks about this definitely seems like a paycheck for her like she I never because I guess it's not like a goop product so I never feel like there's a, a lot of passion behind it I know but it's like I just want to know like Gwyneth Paltrow like will she like will she advocate for a product that she wouldn't use herself like has she ever gotten a Xeomin injection oh yeah I mean I think she has like she she went through the whole process like she she said um because Kelly I guess thought that it was like a an injection that you do yourself oh, God. and Gwyneth's like, no, 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 you have to go to a doctor. Um, I mean, I think it's the exact same process as Botox. It's just like another product. Why is it better? Cause it's, I don't know. It's like cleaner. It's not made from botulism. It's like somehow it's somehow like cleaner. I have no idea. Mm, that doesn't sound very good. No. I feel like it needs to be like essentially poison. Sure. Sure. For it to work. Um, but yeah, it was like a, you know, 10, 15 minute interview. Uh, I've always loved Kelly Clarkson. Me too. I love her voice. Um, sometimes I'll catch her little, you know, clips cause she does like a different song every day on the show, but I've never really watched that's a full. Nice. Hmm? I said, that's nice. Yeah. It's a new twist. It makes sense. Like it's cause, uh, instead of having, who was it? Like John McDee in the DLT from Rosie O'Donnell. I do not know. <laughs> Remember how on Rosie O'Donnell's show, they'd be like, and it's John McDee in the DLT. And it was I like this gay that. band leader. <laughs> I like barely watched the Rosie O'Donnell show. Uh, but Kelly is basically her own, her own band leader, which makes that's sense interesting. for her. But I think that's cool. And I, I mean, I love her as a singer. Oh yeah. Uh, best, I think, or most versatile, at least voice of like pop voice of the generation. I feel like she sort of can do any type of music. Mm, wow. Um, she won, right? Yeah. Yeah. She yeah, yeah. She's the, the very first winner. First winner. Good for her. But I, yeah, I'm happy for her. This seems like a good fit uh, to do a daytime talk show. And I think we need some, some new blood in the morning. Um, she's definitely more naturally inclined at this than let's say drew barrymore who also has a new talk show oh yeah see it doesn't seem like a good fit for drew is too much of like a free spirit like you can't peg her down and make her like show up on set every yeah. day and you want like a little bit of authority from your 
you know, TV daytime talk show host. You want, you want authority. And then you also, I think, want the talk show host to be a little bit of an outsider uh, because they're sort of the point of view character for the audience at home watching these crazy Hollywood people. Yeah. And I think that's what made Rosie O'Donnell so successful because she always felt more like a fan than like a peer. And yeah. Rosie O'Donnell is, or I mean, Drew Barrymore is like way too inside. Like she's yeah. the most Hollywood person like in the world. Exactly. Into it. Uh, but Kelly, because she's from Texas and she sort of got into the business in like a, a different sort of way. I feel like she still has some of, she still feels like a regular person in the way that Drew Barrymore definitely does not. Never could. Because, yeah, Kelly Clarkson had to like go win like a talk, like a contest basically to be famous. Drew yeah. Barrymore was like born to be a star and that's what she became. Yeah. Um, All right. Okay. What was your worst? So my worst, let's see. Oh, my worst was the Lorox body sphere. Ugh, this woman. Which is like, so when you go and like take a class and I'm just saying this for people who haven't taken a class, I'm sure most of us have, like when you go and take like a bar class or like, I don't know, probably sometimes like Pilates or something, they have these like balls. They're like little bouncy rubber balls. And then you can buy them for yourself, like at like Target or like whatever. And they're good. You like, you kind of use them as like a thigh master or whatever. Sometimes like we would always like put them behind our leg and like squeeze up and whatever. They're little balls. This woman is selling them on Goop. Instead of calling it a ball, she's calling it a sphere, which is infuriating. It's and literally thesaurus.com. It's so annoying. And then she's selling it for $23 when you could buy it literally anywhere else for 10. It's really annoying. I I mean, I guess it's not that much of a markup. It's only a little more than twice what it costs anywhere else, which is like not that bad for goop. But I yeah. still find the just just like that you would call a ball a sphere and then charge twice double for it is like the it's just like that is such a gross thing and annoying and cynical thing to do. It makes me mad. So that's my worst. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've not been a fan of her for years now because she, this is Lauren Roxborough. She did the foam rollers and now yeah. she's pivoted to the sphere. I but watched the thing, her. The foam rollers are also like real, which I always tell you whenever we talk about the foam rollers, those are also real things that like my old, no, like, I know. like physical therapy for my knee, they had them and like my, some of my friends who've like really been like hardcore workout people have like had them in their house and like it actually like really hurts if you do it right because it like is like I don't know what the hell is happening when you do it but this isn't like something she invented and neither is I'm sorry a ball like these aren't she what the hell is this she's just selling like regular workout stuff that you can get anywhere but putting her name on it and charging like three times as much or two times as much it's really weird and she it's is like weird business well and and it's entirely there's there's some sort of insider thing with goop because she's been on the site for years she has no sort of brand presence outside of goop she the first book that goop press published was hers so I don't know if she's a, you know, an old friend of Gwyneth from friend, Spence or, or she was friends with Tracy Anderson. There's some, some connection here. And she seems like someone who would have been friends with like Elise. 
I, that's the thing too. It's like, I don't want to be mean, but like, she doesn't have that star quality that like the truly no. A-list goop people have. No. She is more of like an Elise. Definitely more of an Elise. Uh, but I could also see her be just sort of like that Upper East Side, you know, she's she was like the the beta to, to Gwyneth's alpha in high school, even though I'm totally making up that they knew each other in high school. But it just seems like that. Could You've be always like, had this theory, though. <laughs> went to high school together and then like when I feel sorry for us be on the website which is like not impossible at all oh how are you doing Lauren oh you you have these spheres oh cool yeah we'll sell them yeah we'll Uh, put them on the website on the website that'll be great yeah everybody Uh, needs a sphere I also took her entire class at the last in goop health summit and it was so dumb it was like a yoga class except for five minutes you like dance around and then for five more minutes, you like do pelvic tilts on the the sphere. Mm. Mm, I don't know. Oh, oh no, Beverly Cleary just died at 104. Oh my God, everybody's dying this week. I am literally only sad usually at like 1% of celebrity deaths, mm. but I have to say the uh, Jessica Walter really, even though she was like 80, but like I, I love know. her so much. I. I actually thought I was very sad too. And I think 80 is like actually kind of young. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Young, but it's like a lot of people live past 80. Like I, I wish that she could have lived. Longer. I know. Cause I she know. was so, I mean, she was working up until the end. Like she seemed just so yeah. vibrant and like her, she sort of, you know, became the, her biggest, the biggest star as an older woman. And yeah. she's just made any project she did better she's so 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 funny i mean like she was like perfect great i mean um, yeah one of the just great comic timing uh, and it's like it's so rare that like someone is just like a truly good like comedic actor on yeah. tv it's like when do you ever see that it was um yeah it's really sad and mm-hmm. and yeah it i guess i just like didn't think that she was um I don't think I realized she was 80. And I also feel like 80, like I said, is too young to die. Too, yeah, 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 she, I, yeah. And um, Beverly Clear, I mean, Beverly Clear is 104. So yeah. God bless her. But she was the first, that was the first, like the first books I remember being really into were were Beverly Cleary books. Yeah. I mean, like how old, isn't Joe Biden like 80? Yeah. Joe Biden is, yeah, I think like 79. Yeah, and. So- Oh man, if you watched his press conference the other day, let's just say I didn't. I can't. I Jessica like, Walter and Beverly Cleary still seem a little more with it than I mean just Jessica Walter. Yeah, like I I literally I can't watch his um I can't watch him. I mean I, I voted for him and I'm really glad he won and I hate Donald Trump and et cetera, but I just he, I can't I can't do it. His Botox is getting out of control. Well, it's like he has like the smooth like his face looks like a baby's bottom it's yeah. too much well, uh doing his best i guess oh, yeah i guess oh. okay my worst this it, just the the uh essential oil and diffuser article did you read this i did it was it was just like such a long article like it was it shouldn't have been an article it should have just been like here are some 
diffusers and here are some essential oils, but they had to make this thing of like, here's the one, the recipe to use in the morning. Here's the one to use in the evening. Here's the like spiritual practice. And it's like, what I'm just gonna, there's an, is there another hour of the day in my life that I can like have an essential oil practice? Like this is, it's too much. Well, they're making up this bullshit schedule that no one would have and telling you what you have to like, what essential oil you have to use for each. I mean, I get it. This to me feels like a very like old magazine thing where they like kind of make up these like lifestyle rules that don't exist to like sell you products and to kind of help shape your life and to like also give you ideas of like fun things to do. (laughs) But like it's, I agree. It was like too long and it was sometimes it can just be a bit of a stretch. Like to me, this just felt sort of far out there. Like I'm going to match my like wake up time and like my spiritual, whatever time, I don't know what that is, but like, I'm supposed to match all these stuff, these things that you're telling me to do with like a diffuser scent that I'm supposed to use. Like, that's just totally ridiculous. And like, can't I have some control over any aspect of my life? Like, do, must I, follow these rules down to what I'm smelling by the hour of the day. You already, these people already have me putting like 15 things on my fucking face every goddamn day. Okay. As I said, I'm drinking skim milk from a cow. I am fucking eating a half a plate of lettuce every meal. And now in addition to that, I can't even smell. I have to smell something else. Like I have to smell certain things. Like I follow so many fucking rules this was a a step too far. And like, not only do you need a different combination of essential oils for every meal, I I don't know, you don't call it a meal, every breath, you have to use like a different diffuser. It's enough. It's too much. I can't. Um, It was funny uh, that, oh, and uh, our friend, Nicholas pointed out on Instagram that one of the ladies in the in the wind down the evening diffuser mm-hmm. she, it says also of note these make great gifts more than one goop editor has been known to keep a stockpile for birthdays holidays anniversaries and it's like oh, you just have a closet full of these hundred dollar diffusers that you they're trying to encourage you to like buy 12 of them and keep them like greeting cards in your like closet i mean i do have to say this is a phenomenal gift i like especially for like i don't know like a i mean like a wedding gift but also like a like a sympathy gift i feel like a instead of like sending someone a candle like a a diffuser would be like a great gift if like you know someone's like grandmother dies or something yeah or even if you just like any other reason yeah yeah it just because but I threw away my diffuser. I never used it. And then I learned that like all the oils are basically toxic for cats. So I don't think- You know what happened to me? It's not really that bad, but my friends were moving and they had like a huge pile of like old Criterion DVDs from like 2002 and also a diffuser. And I like went through and I picked like all the movies that I wanted out of their big pile. And also they were like, you need to take this diffuser. You're going to love it. They put it in a bag and then all the reject DVDs went in a different bag. And when I left their house, I took the wrong bag and I didn't get the, I got all the bad DVDs that I didn't want and no diffuser so I should rightfully have one but I don't you should but I have to say and 
I mean, maybe if you're probably either a diffuser person or you're not, I think I learned also the diffuser I had was like some like $20 when I got on Amazon. Um, it made a lot of noise and like, you could only smell it when you were like right up close to it. I, I just didn't think it was worth it. Oh yeah. Like I want my diffuser to really crank out the, to have a lot of throw as the cancel yeah. bloggers say. And then I just got paranoid because on all these like cat blogs, they're like, never use essential oils. Like it'll murder your cats. And so then I just threw it away. Oh, I wonder if it's, sometimes I like to put essential oils like in the shower, yeah, just like think, on the floor of the shower. I think dogs are less sensitive than cats. I don't think it's bad for dogs. I mean, I've never heard that it was, but you never know. I'm all constantly shocked at the things that are bad for dogs. Mm. I had no idea about the grape thing until like. That's an old wives tale. My it? dog used to eat grapes all the time and he was fine. I feel like mine did too. I feel like I know like a lot of dogs who used to eat like frozen grapes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was like a treat. Like a chocolate is really bad for dogs. I remember at my my sister's birthday party one year, she was like six years old. <laughs> the cake was out. My dog literally ate like half of the chocolate cake in five seconds. Mm. And then we had to cancel the birthday party and bring him to the vet. Mm. That's so scary. Uh, yeah, BB has um definitely like one time he licked a chocolate bar that someone had dropped on the sidewalk and it was like melted and he like I, he like lunged at it and I pulled him away but when he came away his whole mouth had like chocolate on it and I was like I had to rush him home but he was fine and then like another time I'm pretty sure he got it but he like just threw up and yeah that was it because I don't think he's ever gotten enough but he's so small that just like a tiny amount could like kill I him. know. Well, what do you guys think? Are grapes bad for your dog or good? Let I mean, I'm so paranoid. I don't even bring grapes in my house because like they're just, grapes are constantly falling on the floor. Yeah. Like, and is it supposed to grapes. be, are they supposed to be poisonous or is just they're like going to choke on them? No, it's like they're like allergic to them. Allergic, huh? I had to take a raw hydrate away from him yesterday because I thought he was going to choke on it. I, he went absolutely insane for this like rawhide bone that had been sitting in his bed for like probably four months and then just all of a sudden he realized it was there and like went insane for he, it he discovered like, it yeah he was like growling at everybody and then um he had to go for a walk and he was like trying to swallow it before he had to leave and it was he he tried to basically kill himself this is not interesting but it's interesting <laughs> some of the with my dog uh all right what was your craziest? The body of... Oh, yes. But I think I tried to put something else just so it wasn't only talking about her. Oh, yeah. It was actually a saddest. It was a $38 Rose and Rex doll and mask set. Did you see this? That was on the Goop 15. It's, I mean, the most tragic thing I've ever seen in my it's life. It's so sad. It's like these children's dolls <laughs> have like masks on it just like it reminds me of like some like old toy that would have been like a doll you could put in an iron lung or something yeah. like it doesn't feel like it's like this is gonna be like a relic it'll be in a museum in a hundred years like look what the children of 2021 had to play with it's so sad it was so sad and like I I guess kids are thankful for any sort of stuffed animal or doll but this I mean I don't know this these just look so tragic yeah Ugh. Uh, but I think some some of the, it was like, it was a charity or something. There's some good cause. So yeah, there was up. like a good cause, like $5 went to something. I don't even yeah. remember what it was, but probably something good. Um, probably like the, the poor children that are like making these dolls. I mean, who God knows, knows where. where they're coming from, but they're, I just couldn't. <laughs> 
I just was like, wow, this is so depressing. I know kids are all, they're so like, they're like taking it. I mean, at least externally, like little kids are like taking everything in such stride. Just like, oh, we got to wear a mask. Like not even thinking twice about it. Well, um, I mean, they don't like, they have nothing to compare it to. Yeah, really. exactly. But still don't, don't give them a fucking doll with a mask. Yeah. Um, my craziest was this. Oh, it was the article that was make home, make home an anxiety free sanctuary. Oh, which it's like, first of all, no one's ever going to be completely anxiety free. Unfortunately for all of us, anxiety is part of life. And, you know, there are things we can do to uh, decrease it and cope with it, but we're never going to get rid of it. No. And then step four on this thing is uh, starting your evening routine at 5 p.m. <laughs> like just end the day at 5 p.m. I mean, definitely 5 p.m. is when I like transition from like doing stuff to being like, it's party time. No, I, I, totally. I, yes, I agree with you 100%. But I think because this is, this was just so uh, sudden that she's like, she's literally like taking a bath at 5 p.m. Yeah, that's a bit much. <laughs> and I, like, first of all, like who's making dinner here? Yeah. Like 5 p.m. is, yeah, when I, when I transition from whatever I'm doing to I have to start thinking about dinner. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like she's skipping a couple steps. And then. There's something, yeah, there's something that's not happening. Maybe she's, yeah. And then she just says she like dims the lights and like turn or turns the lights off. And then I think she's got like depression. Yeah. It just seems like, I'm sorry. Like we all want to get a good sleep, but you can't make your nighttime routine last for like six hours. That's crazy. Now, like it doesn't even get dark until like eight. So like, what is she doing? It's like broad daylight at five. It would be so jarring if the person you're living with is like closing all the windows, closing the curtains, <laughs> like taking a bath, like putting on candles and you're like, this is the middle of the day you're like still at work yeah. you're like what are you doing like get a job <laughs> or make dinner one of the two. <laughs> oh wow it's like yeah it's really that's like incredibly incredibly disturbing i definitely do not support starting your nighttime routine at 5 p.m i do however support starting it at like 7 p.m <sighs> I mean, what is the nighttime routine? I can't, I couldn't, if, if that means I can't like watch a screen or like watch TV, that's a no go. I like to, so I like to like eat dinner, which as I already said, I try to do before seven, sometimes before eight, basically, as soon as I'm done with dinner, I like to like put on pajamas, do my whole skincare thing, possibly take a bath and then emerge refreshed mm. And then watch TV or like do whatever until like I go to bed. Got it. Got it. Got it. I try to do, try to sort of end my TV watching at like nine if possible. And oh, that's then, what I'm doing my prime TV watching. Cause I can't like transition right from watching TV to like going to sleep. So mm -hmm. like if I ended at nine, then hopefully I'll like, I'll take a walk, like my nighttime walk till like nine 30. And then it's like, brush my teeth, get into bed. Hopefully if I have the attention span, like read for a half hour, 
Um, and then like transition again to like my night podcasts and try to fall asleep. <laughs> the idea of like leaving my house after like 8 PM is like, when you said you go for a walk at nine, I was like, <gasps> you go out at nine. That's so late. Which is- I like, I like it. It's like, I mean, not so long ago, I was going, I was like leaving my house to go out at like 10 PM. What is happening? <laughs> um, well, last night, I don't, someone got a hold of some fireworks last night, really close to my house. So that was like a bit much, but uh, usually it's pretty quiet in my neighborhood. And then at nine, I also, I'm such a dork for like smells of like all the different flowers blooming. So I always like to like, I'll pass the jasmine, I'll pass the orange blossoms, I'll pass the roses. Um, and then like the taco truck, and then I'll go back around. That's nice. But yeah, it's- I love it when people uh set off fireworks like in the street (laughs) i i don't mind it usually except these ones were like i mean my house was literally shaking it was because we have that um there's like this like set design studio thing right behind my house with like a big parking lot and i think they were they were right there Mm. and i there was like some shrapnel that like landed on my building (laughs) Oh, wow. Really close. It was really close. Yeah. I just, um, I don't know, like people in my neighborhood, like there, you never know, like anytime remotely close, like pretty much any holiday, like there's like a week in either direction that you can pretty much guarantee you're going to hear fireworks for something. Yeah. Yeah. But then also just like any other random time someone might decide to do it. I never know why or when, just like every once in a while you're like, oh, fireworks. But whenever I hear fireworks, I'm like, yay, someone's celebrating. And like totally. my dog isn't afraid of them, so. Yeah, my my cats have gotten completely used to them now. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, all right, we've been going on for quite a long time. Oh no. What would you try? Again, the yogurt. I tried to put something mm. else on. Oh yeah, Marie Kondo Fundamentals of Tidying. She has a class that you can take. It's forty bucks, and you get ten episodes of Marie Kondo teaching you how to tidy. Didn't she already do that on Netflix for free? No, it's different. Oh, it's different. Hmm. It's like a class. The Netflix was like a show, like a makeover yeah. show. Uh, interesting. My mom bought the ma- like great or no masterclass thing. And oh, she's really? doing uh, Joyce Carol Oates is apparently like teaching you how to like write a book, which I think that's going to be. Oh my insane. god, that sounds really good. I I want the masterclass, but it's like it's really expensive. I know. I should. I'll ask her for her password so we can do it. I I also feel like I don't know. I just feel like skeptical of the whole thing. It's very because she literally texted me and was like, "Is this a scam?" And I was like, it's not a scam, but it's it's like you could probably get most of this stuff on YouTube. But I think for older people, it's I think it's like a it's like geared for older people. I also think it would be just like enjoyable and fun to watch yeah. like celebrities talking about how they do their thing instead of watching some fool on YouTube. No, totally, to totally. Yeah. Um I oh I would just try the uh vinegars. Yeah, hey. the vinegars was a nice article. I didn't get too into it, but I appreciated it. I love a good vinegar. One of Trader Joe's is notoriously bad at their vinegar selection. Mm. Um, they always have they have like apple cider and uh balsamic. They have several balsamics. Yeah, they have too many balsamics. And then I swear to God, you can't even get like a red wine vinegar or something there. It's like crazy. 
Yeah. And I don't, I'm sorry, I don't eat balsamic vinegar except occasionally like I'll have a balsamic vinaigrette, but I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not making things with balsamic vinegar. Like who, I don't get it. I don't get it. I actually started. <laughs> um, I really like now to like make some roasted vegetables and like put a little bit of balsamic vinegar on top when they're done. Oh, when they're done. Okay. That, that does sound good. Pretty good. Just a uh, little. I, yeah, I have my apple cider. I have a rice vinegar. I have a black vinegar for dumplings, but I need to, I feel like I need to get a sherry vinegar. I think that will round out my collection. Yeah. I love rice vinegar. Mm-hmm. I've been eating cucumbers with rice vinegar mm-hmm. and that is a delight. Yum, yum. All right. What would you buy? Soup diet. Oh, your soup diet. I can't get over it. I'm sorry. I know I'm not talking too much about this woman, but it's like, I literally was shocked. How I was shocked. Like, you I, haven't been affected by this, by a person from Goop for a long time. I feel like. Because I haven't seen another person. I mean, I've really never seen another person where I was like, I, I did a double take. I mean, yeah. I just haven't been shocked. Like she's like a freak of nature. Like it's crazy. <laughs> I don't think if I ate the soup that I, that will happen to me. I already look like my grandmother exactly. But like, um, you know, it couldn't hurt. Yeah. And so, and this, these are real, these aren't like powders. Like what's, what's the other prolon that they do is like just powdered soups. These are probably better quality. Yeah. But yeah, this is about like nutrition and health and, and stuff. Right. I guess it's still a five day cleanse. So I feel like you're going to feel, I feel like you're going to feel like cheated at the end of the five days. If you're spending $400 on soup. Yeah, I probably will. But maybe I would like do it, learn everything that it is and then make my own. Yeah. Cause soup, I mean, if you do, if you do like live on a soup diet and you're making your own, that's a pretty cheap, like soup goes a long way. Uh, yeah. I mean, God, I couldn't live on soup alone. I, I bet you could find on like Reddit boards or something, what the soups are and you could probably make them yourself. Yeah. I'm going to have to do some investigating for sure. Did we ever learn what the soup acronym stand stood for? I have no idea. I wonder if it's just soup, if she's just faking it. But there's, yeah, there's periods there. Self, union, over the top, party. I don't know. Self, union, over the top, party. I mean, that's what it is. Exactly. Uh, What would I buy? Okay. Megan tries it. A great Megan tries it. She's talking about, first of all, I'm so jealous. She and her husband bought a house with a giant bathtub Mm. because did you know Megan was six one? Yeah, I did. I didn't know that. She's really tall. She's really tall. And like, it makes sense that they need a, because her husband's six, three, they wanted a tub and they bought it. Amazing. Um, But I really want to get this. Uh, It's called, anointing oil, lavender and sandalwood botanical bathing oil for $60. You slather it all over your body and then you go in the bath and apparently it, uh, it like cleans, it says it, it's an oil. So it moisturizes, but it doubles as a body cleanser. So it dissolves dirt, grime and oil on your skin while simultaneously moisturizing it. Strange magic. Wow. 
Wow. Wow. Wow. Wow. That sounds lovely. God, I would kill when I get in my bathtub. I feel like that little boy eating spaghetti and gumbo. In oh my, yeah. You know, the gumbo. I feel like that, like, it's like my bathtub is like a sad little like apartment bathtub and I love taking baths, but I always feel kind of like pathetic in mine. No, mine too. I really like disassociate and like get into sort of like a a fantasy mode where I'm like kind of pretending I'm somewhere else. You got to. Because, yeah, Yeah. mine has, there's like a little, like my tiles are a little grimy. There might be a little mold growing here and there. It's probably not even safe. Yeah. Um, I feel like, well, yeah, the little boy from Gummo, but I also feel like one of the like fat twins on the motorcycles in the Guinness Book of World Records (laughs) when I'm in the bath because I'm just so big and the bath is so little. And I'm like, in it. yeah it's like i need a bigger bed like i need a huge like cloth but t- like oh god like i can't wait i mean i don't i'm acting like it's gonna happen but maybe it will i can only fill my bathtub like halfway because the water gets so displaced by my body going into it um oh yeah me too sometimes like i fill it up too high and it like literally like overflows <laughs> when i get in uh but yeah so this I thing like, i thought this bathtubs like couldn't do that but apparently they can I know at these, I mean, we live in these like 1920s, like hovels that where people were like little and the bathtubs are not meant for robust like 21st big century. modern bodies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ugh, um, but yeah, this thing, it's great. Uh, it is, oh, it's, it was invented or made by Tiffany Brown, who is a black woman living based in Harlem, who's an herbalist and developed her gorgeous line out of a need for formulas that moisturized and calmed her own unsoothable sensitive skin. Mm, Wow. I'm really intrigued by this. Lavender and sandalwood is such an interesting combo because it's like the lavender is so energizing and the sandalwood is so soothing. So I feel like it's- Oh, I think lavender- I have many like sleep related scent products that are lavender. Yeah. You're, you're, I don't know for, you're right that the, they're in like, you're right. Cause you're supposed to like put it under your pillow or whatever. I don't know. I always think of lavender as like energizing, but maybe I'm, I mean, off I, base. I, th- I don't think you're off base. I think, I do think that it, it can be more energizing. It something about, the like it's like floral but it's like also sort of earthy in a Mm -hmm. way that um, it kind of reminds me of like chamomile tea Mm. and I wonder if that's why there's like that association oh maybe yeah because it's like um there's like a a like a sharpness and like almost like a little bit of a bitterness in lavender that is different from you know your rose your geranium yeah but I find that very comforting which I yeah, guess yeah, a yeah. lot of people do. Yeah, yeah. I um, still have my lavender uh, body spray mist from Maui from the lavender farm. Oh, how lovely. I bet that's really nice. It smells good. It's You can tell it's a little long in the tooth. I feel like it's turned a little bit, but it still smells good. I know. I want to find a way to make those heretic perfumes last longer than mm. one second because it's... It's really hard. Once, as, um, as soon as you put it on, it comes around. Yeah, I, I mean, I love those heretic scents, but both the uh, the body stuff and the candles are very subtle. Yeah. Uh, my my dirty gingerbread candle, I feel like I have to sort of stand over it and waft up the smell to 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 get 
to get what it's given me. Yeah, anyway, not how you want to experience it. No, you want to, you want your, your sinuses to be completely blown by the, the garish combination of like marshmallow and like hot cocoa and yeah, donuts. You want it like a punch in the face. Okay. I have an update actually. I'm mm. sorry. But as we've been having this conversation, I've been searching for what the soup diet stands for. Mm-hmm. Superfoods, organic, uniquely desired, prepared with love. Okay. That's definitely a retconned uh, acronym. I definitely, definitely agree with you. And also, um, uh, never mind. I don't want to make, never mind. <laughs> Just, I, 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 there, I've seen some more pictures of. Oh, of, <laughs> interesting. You're turning even before the episode I mean, is over. I'm really turning. I mean, I know I made a really, that was a really, really good picture. <laughs> so to say. she's really, like a, really an good. old hag. No, no, no. Uh, she looks really, really, really good. But I'm like, okay, I see. Like, she looks amazing. Like anybody no, would want to look like no, that. I, I, even in that, I saw some fine lines there. She, I don't want to say Vicky Gumbelson, but it's like. She does have that. She does that spectrum. Have like, her vibe does feel slightly like she looks like like Dr. Laura Schlesinger or something. She, she's very OC, like very uh, OC vibe. Very um possibly Trump voter. She's I'm, got the look. She's got the look. I mean, who knows? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna accuse anyone of that based on their haircut and like their the shade, clothes. the shade of blonde. The shade of blonde, yes, it's like it's the exact shade of blonde that uh that they have. Yeah, it's a a Huntington Beach blonde. Yeah. Um, wow, we spent an hour praising this woman, and then we just tear her down in the last five minutes of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's how I've lived my life, and it's why like I hate myself. But actually, I don't want to say I'm tearing her down. I do. I got it. I really hope she doesn't listen to this. I she hope she doesn't listen to this and is like feeling like amazing. And then she's like, and then at the end, I'm like, actually, fuck her. That would be make me really. <laughs> that sad. would be so sad. She's like, oh, they 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 read my article. They're they're so excited about my my project in life. My personal story means a lot to them. Uh, I'm it so does. Glad I'm, t- I'm touching these people. Uh, I feel so good about myself right now. And then she keeps listening. And then at the end, she's just curled up in a ball in her bathroom. Well, I just don't want to give anyone too high praise, especially if they like, you know, especially like, because you don't know what. We have no idea what our politics are. And it's like, is it, are we? Yeah, exactly. So watch out anyone. (laughs) If we don't know your politics, we're going to just tell everybody that because that's what exactly what kind of assholes we are. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. We've been. We've been on. We have on the to end this now. I can't. I can't possibly time. go on. Yeah. Everybody, thank you so much. We promise this next week for our Patreon fans, we will travel to Santa Monica. Yeah, and, and I am definitely getting the chicken salad. So. Yeah, good because I'm getting the Chinese chicken salad, and I'm also getting GP's cob, and a couple other things, and I'll make John share with me. That sounds good. All right. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, tell your friends, blah, blah, blah. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.